the best in Bitcoin made audible. I am Guy Swan, and this is Bitcoin Audible. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Bitcoin Audible. I am Guy Swan, the guy who has read more about Bitcoin than anybody else you know. And we have got an episode today. We have got a chat episode coming at you. Over the weekend, uh, I jumped in with uh, the Nostrovia podcast with BitCarrot. Nostrovia is a podcast literally just all about Nostr. Obviously, we have discussed a number of times on the show. And if you wanted to dive deeper into the decentralized social verse. That show, Nostrovia, is a great place to take the dive. So I uh, chatted with co-host BitCarrot over there, who I've been hanging out with on Keat, uh, with like Clarkian and a few others on the for the past few months that have just always stayed active, and we have a couple of rooms and talk about all this sort of stuff. And uh, uh, BitCarrot has done a far deeper dive into Nostra than myself, Obviously, having a podcast on the topic may or may not be an indication of this. But anyway, we were chatting in the Keaton Greet room and, you know, slowly typing back and forth our thoughts and ideas on the peer-to-peer, uh, the new peer-to-peer internet protocols on Noster, on Synonym, and all the whole punch, all these things that are happening. And it was just like, well, why we should definitely just do this on a podcast. I mean, we both have podcasts, so duh. And we had an awesome discussion. We we discussed all things peer-to-peer social and decentralized and Noster, the challenges, um, where it might be going, what I think the, uh, what we both think the lowest hanging fruit, like the next major steps will be. Uh, we talked about where there might be potential bottle- bottlenecks, where normies might have uh, a lot of barriers, um, just a lot of things around Noster. And then just a lot of other things going on in the space in general. And uh, we didn't even, we even sprinkled in a little bit of uh, AI in there. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and just jump right in to this episode. Um, this is actually, this was actually the Nostrovia podcast, but I'm just posting it here because, uh, well, I think you guys will really enjoy it. Um, and I highly recommend the Nostrovia podcast if you have not checked it out. And you were taking that dive down the Noster rabbit hole. Really quick, let's thank our sponsors and then we'll jump in. And they are Swan Bitcoin, the best onboarding into the Bitcoin space you could ask for. All signal, no noise, and literally anything you were looking for, wallet recommendations, how to use a hardware wallet. Um, you want a team dedicated that you can just ask questions to. Um, that you can ch- hang out with. They have daily spaces to answer questions. Like, it's Swan Bitcoin. Go to swanbitcoin.com slash guy for my special link. And then the easiest way and the lowest cost way to stack sats is to just switch your debit card to Fold. Well, you can also just use the Fold app in general because you can get gift cards to major merchants and get sats back. You can even spend Lightning and get sats back. So you're just getting like a straight discount in spending Bitcoin at uh, major merchants. But for $10 a month, I have a debit card that gives me percent back, that gives me sats back on everything that I purchase. And I have saved 0.189, almost 0.19 Bitcoin. Just shy of a fifth of a Bitcoin just from doing this. Check it out. 
BitcoinAudible.com slash fold will take you right there. And then lastly, you need a safe place to keep all this. You can have sats. You can have sats with your fold card. You send it to your cold card. You can have sats with your Swan Bitcoin savings plan. You're going to send it to your cold card. Get it behind your keys and keep those keys safe. And get 9% off with code Bitcoin Audible. Go to BitcoinAudible.com slash cold card to get that sweet discount and a freaking cypherpunk vault for your Bitcoin. Guess where you will find all of these links and details right in the show notes. And with that, let's get into today's chat. Chat 78 to Nostropolis and beyond with BitCarrot from the Nostrovia pod. Do you want to get started? Or For sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go. New thing. All right. Let's go. Welcome to Nostrovia. And today I have here with me the Guy Swan from Bitcoin Audible. Hey, Guy. How's it going? The Guy Swan. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is up? How are you doing? Really well. Been writing a lot, but, you know, otherwise, yeah. So how have you been finding been a writing Nostra? A writing, writing code or writing articles? Or... Rain, raining, 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 raining. Bad weather. Oh, 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 raining. Excuse me. Yeah, raining. Yeah, it's kind of messy my... here, too. It's gross. <laughs> Snow? Or what you got out there? Oh, no, just rain. Just nasty rain and 40-degree weather. It was like 80 gotcha. degrees two days ago. Today it's 40 and rainy and gross. And I'm down in my, I'm down in my basement in my studio, right? <laughs> my quote-unquote studio. But I have no connection to inside yet. We don't have a staircase or anything, so i got to walk outside in the rain. Very depressing for like 15 seconds. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So tell me, we met on Keat and now we are on Noster. We are. We How are do you both feel of about those it? Things. <laughs> so I am, Noster is the furthest I've gone with a decentralized social of any sort that still feels like there is a lot of runway. You know, Mastodon mm. peaked very quickly. Like where I went to like bitcoinhackers.org, like they're that Mastodon instance. Yeah. And within like four or five days, I was like, this is as far as this goes. You, you know, like I don't, mm -hmm. this doesn't scale like, I don't have a global feed. I, I have no idea what the hell is going on on, quote-unquote, global mastodon, mastodon outside of a Bitcoin hackers. And it was obvious to me that that was going to be short-lived and people were going back to Twitter. Because you had, you had to go back to Twitter to get to people. Um, and Noster is the first out of the handful of different that I've tried over the years and gotten loosely excited about for various reasons. Nostra is the first one that feels like it can be really something. I, I, I still am inclined to believe there's going to be some centralizing forces, mm -hmm. but the fact that you could have successful centralized entities on top of this, but retain an open protocol in the background like right. just kind of like Spotify is quote unquote centralized podcasting, <laughs> but it's still just RSS feeds. Like it's just incredibly popular. Um, 
it feels like this could go that way and this could be sustainable. Um, so I'm, I'm hella bullish on it right now with maybe like a 5%, you know, keeping, keeping my toe in the door. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. With just in case it hits <laughs> some, uh, it hits some roadblock or a plateau that it can't get, get across. Yeah. Do you feel it's because you just get more engagement on Noster or do you think it's like, you see more people or what, what was the key difference for you in terms of like user experience feel? It's like, so the thing is most of the people who are listening to this podcast are developers. So I kind of want okay. you to spill like from your experience, you know, as a user centric mm -hmm. and as, you know, someone who has a fairly sizable following, like, you know, what could be done better and like, um, what are you feeling that gives you so much confidence that it's different? So the first thing would be the attitude, like, like the culture and like the excitement around it, because it seemed like the first thing that had like a truly global state states, not really the word, but like, it's not a consensus protocol, but it had, it had a global network. Whereas everything else has been deeply isolated and closed off. And mm. like one of the one of the things that I think could benefit both Nostra a lot, but more importantly, um the the space of competitive social media is if all of the there's like thirty alternative socials that have popped up in like the last three years, right? There's like yeah. social there's like a community something one. There's a truth social, social. bullshit. There's there's uh there's so many and I I set up as Jordan Peterson's. There's I think doesn't Tucker Carlson have one? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many of them. And there's a, I set up accounts yeah. with a handful of them. Mm -hmm. Um and they seemed interesting, but they all have this massive networking problem. They they have a huge negative feedback loop from not getting enough uh, connections to be a valuable network. You know, like a network is valuable because of its connections. Yeah. Yeah. If literally every single one of them adopted Noster overnight. You'd have, you'd have a breakthrough in the structure of social media on the internet because you would pull together all of the competitive, you'd have the network effect of consolidating all of the dissidents, all of the frustration and anger about the censorship and the central control and manipulation of social media into its own network. But you wouldn't have to take away the fact that this truth social still has kind of the truth social group, the truth social relay, you know, I mean, yeah. not as if, it's easy to do that. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, true social, just turn the whole thing into Noster. But, <laughs> but it would be a great example of kind of demonstrating the incredible power of this is that now you could actually connect all of these people together from these tons of disparate, isolated networks. Like, they become one network, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I heard th um, that there's a network called Minds. I've never tried it. Have you? Minds. Yes. I do yeah. have an account over there. I own and what's that, Guy like? Swan, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really interesting because I want to say Minds is the one that has it organized based on idea. 
like it's like political opinion and they have like these this weird visualization of uh, uh like different opinions and arguments and you can like kind of take these threads from this big circle i might be confusing it that might be a shit that might not be yeah, that's okay i don't know there's there's a bunch of interesting attempts at creating a completely alternative way of creating a ui and that's kind of the beauty of Noster is that you could build a different UI on the exact same network base. Um, it, just like you can have a podcast app that has, you know, it's just generic podcasting, but then you have one that has, you can do 2x speed. You can automatically skip the ads or whatever it is. Um, and I think that's really the, the power of what Noster represents. My... Mm -hmm. And my struggles with Noster is, I mean, kind of your basic things for something that's brand new. All the beta stuff. A lot of the same sort of issues or category of issues that I have with Keep. Um, is um, uh, there's still crosstalk issues. Like, like, I think one of the major issues that I don't even know if the developers think of this as like a problem, but that there is no crosstalk between relays. So oh, yeah. if yeah, I'm yeah. connected but... to 10 relays and somebody's connected to five, not the same relays, those relays can't talk to each other and specifically just request information if I'm, you know, looking for a pub key. Right. So what is your strategy right now? Like, are you um, subscribed to both public and paid relays or like, like what are you doing? In terms yeah, of so I'm on, publishing, my two main ones are Nostagram and then Damas. So I'm on uh, iOS and I'm connected to like a crap ton of them. The global feed in Damas <laughs> is garbage because I didn't cut off all the non paid relays, but I did in Nostagram. Um, and Nostagram specifically had an entire list of paid relays, like in their settings. Yeah. I just went through and paid all of them. I think it's like 25 bucks or something like that total. Um, and then connected to all of them. I had no idea what I was doing, really. I was just like, okay, well, let's see what this does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just just run with it until it works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and And that's one thing, too, is the ability to easily move and connect to relays. I have found just sharing relay addresses and stuff to be kind of a pain in the ass. Like, I can't, yeah. like, in the Nostagram settings, I can't just, like, highlight the whole list. Or, like, there's a follow all button in some of these apps. I wish there was just a connect to all. Like, you could just go mm -hmm. look at a list of relays and then connect to all of them. Because I think that's the, that's the selling point, so to speak, right? Is that you can connect to as well, many relays as possible. Yeah, you can, but I think you can also be selective on who, you know, like, one of the ideas was to pretty much uh, localize things. So, you know, if you have yeah. like a Tur Turkish speaking community, that's, you know, there's a group of Turkish relays or there's like a group of mm -hmm. uh, Noster.land relays where they're like a family of relays and they go together. Um, so mm -hmm. in a way, it's like, you know, I guess, you know, if you want to start out at the beginning, you can blast your content everywhere. Which, you know, mm -hmm. you know, if you're trying to promote something, that's great. But, you know, if it's like, let's say, a Chinese-speaking community or a foreign-speaking community, and let's say they, like, have their specific theme relays, like a pets, 
and you know, to make an analogy to pets.com from the early mm -hmm. era, like a pets, um, pet themed relay or something like that. Um, that's a possibility. I, I like the fact that, you know, you can have both open and closed, um, networks going on here. Mm -hmm. Because that's 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 what we're we're enabling with relays being pretty much like the dumb relay smart client model and keep your keys is is a huge breakthrough. Like the the fact that the users are in control of all the keys that's like I've never seen that before in any other network like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is like that's a huge selling point. But I think the default, unless you are specifically going, like let's say you find it through a Turkish speaking community like and you connect directly to them i still think the most universal pull to social media um and at least when i'm thinking about twitter is the fact that it is global is mm. that you can find everybody and i think that should be the default for most of the generic noster apps and then wait did you say noster or noster Noster. I used Noster, to say Noster. Okay. I used to say Noster. Okay. You're like, you know, like Nostra or Noster. I don't know. Yes. Like now it's just I, I did so like... for a long time because I notes was in my head. And then when I saw yeah. Damas, it's like an app. I was like, oh, Nostradamus. Noster. Yeah. And I thought I'd solved it. And then it was like Nostriches everywhere. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps mutating. Yeah. It does. You know, the whole keeps mutating. BTK yeah, think... uh, <laughs> sent me a boost on Fountain for 50,000 sats, and he was like, say Noster. It's Noster, <laughs> not No-ster. <laughs> oh, the potato-potato argument forever. We're, gif we're gifing jiffing it right out the gate. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, like... So what is missing, do you think, like in terms of global feeds, global usage for, for someone who's new? Okay, let's say we have somebody who's new who's coming into Nostra, never has used Nostra before, uses Twitter, but it's not like, not like you. Like they're like the smaller average user who basically browses Twitter for content, doesn't really post that much. So if they come over to Nostra, like, Okay, they would probably follow the people that they have followed before. Presumably, you did something like that, like you went to um, Noster directory and pulled all, in all the people that you were following, and then everyone mm -hmm. followed you. Uh, you know, I think the one thing I hear about is there's there's always the content that's missing from Twitter, like the global feeds of of let's say news feeds. Um, certain people who haven't come over. What, what do you think is is missing? at this point i mean it's very heavy bitcoin community so we're like we got all our plebs <laughs> it's like straight up bitcoiners yeah um yeah probably there's still some oddities or at least it feels like it i, I can't put my finger on it exactly in searching for people um like, like an example actually i was just talking to jeffrey uh agris few before this and um he was like Dude, look at this thing that I posted. Like, this is a hilarious meme. I'm the greatest meme maker ever. Look at this. And so I was like trying to find him on Nostagram. And when I type in the at and then type start typing his thing, A-G-O-R, immediately pops up as a suggestion. And then I click on it and it will fill in endless 
chat box or the the note box, whatever it is, his his Noster plebs verified things so that it's tagging him in the post. But like, I can't click on that to get to him, and I can't. And if I copy and paste that in the search, like, and maybe this is just Nostagram for some reason is just the search in the browser is just hiccuping or something. But I couldn't mm. search for him. I would search and it would just come up nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I regularly kind of have little issues with that. The thing that I do more than anything else to find people that I follow, I go to my follower list and then I just command F and start typing them in and, you know, it propagates the whole list and just finds it in the page. So that, that's how I find people right now. Um, oh, I see. Okay. And... And there's like kind of, so there's like some quirky things there that's just probably an element of everything's new, you know, and they're like yeah, yeah. all the pieces together. But the other thing that I just posted about this yesterday was follower count. Mm-hmm. It's because follower counts are specific to relays. Like, you know, yeah. when I connect to the Domus relay, I'm only connected to the people on Domus. And so when I you know, connect to a bunch of them. Like if I connect to 20 relays and then I've got a follower that's connected to 20 relays, I have to pull the follower account from each relay and then figure out that that one dude is counted 20 <laughs> out different there. times and, and then basically eliminate it from each list and, you know, parse out what's unique in each relay, uh, which I think, users are unique. Yeah. I think you would like the gossip client a lot. Okay. Because it actually shows okay. you like who you're following. It does both who you're following and who is following you um, okay. and all the relays that they're on. I think mm-hmm. the goal though is to like not consolidate that on as few relays as possible. It's like the opposite is they want to spread it out as mm-hmm. much as possible. Cause right now we got a bunch of like handful of relays, like five or six of them, which do all the traffic. And then you got a, a ton of them, which are not. And there's actually yeah. over a thousand relays right now. A thousand relays, guy. I mean, globally, that is a lot. Yeah, a thousand. So you know, I don't know how many of those are that's paid, how many are not paid, but that's a big network for something that's this young. And yeah, we got to like spread it out. And you don't, <laughs> you already can't see the whole map of Noster, you know. Um. <laughs> And I think there's a huge benefit to that. Like, there's a huge, like, great element of it. But one of the things that I think, I feel like, you know, when I posted about this, Jack actually responded, and he said follower count was actually a mistake. Mm. He wished they hadn't done and it's and a bunch of people commented back and forth. It's like, why should followers matter? And you know, the kind of like in a perfect world, it would be better if people were different. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and I I tend to there is an like the whole point of social media is social filtering. It is it is a community. We are social beings, and like I don't I don't care how. I wish it wasn't this way. I would rather address the world as it is and people as they are and figure out how to build the right incentives around taking advantage of that in a good way rather than a negative way. So Mm. follower count matters for a lot of people on social media. And 
the whole reason you do it is to talk to is to get access to people is to communicate to people and that's why this this is one of the reasons why i still have like kind of one foot in nostra and one foot in keat and synonym is that my quote unquote followers or the my contacts and like something like slash tags is wholly separate from who i'm connecting to can you talk okay like can you talk a bit more about slash tags because i really don't understand how it works and i don't think a lot of people here have heard of it okay so just like so in a in a broad sense slash tags are just a public key system very very much like nostra except that the way hole punch works as i understand it is that because it's run via a dht that you download you just use the public keys of the people that you quote unquote follow and vice versa the people who follow you you use that to just find them on the network which means that no matter who you connect to you just bridge through them to find the other user like so just like it does it doesn't matter where your internet connection is from if you're downloading from something on BitTorrent the hash of the file is how you find the file mm-hmm. and you just connect to as many users as relevant you just find all of the peers who have the file so if if you have like contact data like so a, a great example is bitkit the bitkit wallet has slash tags built in so i made my profile my brother made his profile and uh uh, when BitKit started out, they were having like a problem with their node. Like they were trying to keep a copy, keep a copy of everybody's profile and then seed it to everyone else. As if these things mm. are like little live torrents, like every profile is its own little torrent. Um, and they went down, they were having like problems. So I couldn't get my brother's profile information. And he was like, all right, mm. well, let me look. And then while we were on the phone, he brought up his app and opened it, and then, boom, I had his profile information. So the contact was entirely separate from the service. Like, I just immediately found him on the network when he opened his app. And in that same way, if one of my contacts was also a friend with my brother, if they came online, I would download my brother's contact information from them. Because just like them having the same torrent it didn't matter who had it i would just download it from them so i have the fresh profile information and because of that it basically does one of the limitations of the relay model just the architecture of the network itself i don't have to care who is being a relay i can always find the hash or the public key or whatever will always just find the relevant information if somebody is online with the data i can mm-hmm. find it through the network mm-hmm. um, so relays are bridges users are bridges everybody it's essentially everybody is a service everybody is a relay um mm-hmm. by default uh and because of that it would be like genuinely global um but i think you even you just mentioned this is that if a relay loses your followers or whatever is that you can basically have to start from scratch. Like, I feel like to some degree, your contacts list, your followers or whatever needs to be like a separate blob. 
it you can carry yeah. around with you. You, you, you know can, I mean? you can. Yeah, you can. So you can, can actually. You have yeah, to have you a private relay to do it, or no? You can download your entire like data, basically. Like I think even Nostrogram allows you to do that now. There's like several clients that allow you to do it, so you actually don't have to run your own relay. But I mean, people who are okay. just like parent, you know, like if you have, if you really, I thought you had to run your own relay. That's what I was trying to do, and and no. I'm quite getting it figured out on my uh, embassy back there. Yeah, but. yeah. There's so much going on. It's just like. Mm-hmm. You, you know, discovery is hard unless you're actually like looking at the protocol and you're looking actually at, you know, the development very closely, I think, right now with Nostra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everything's just going a mile a minute. Um, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, it really is. And I think it's really exciting because there's so many people who are actually actively working on it. That's the benefit mm-hmm. of having such an open protocol. Um, not that, you know, like, you know, the way they're doing hypercore over at Key isn't, isn't open, but it's a lot it's a lot different when you have like a, you know, a company that's working on it. Um, versus and not, just yeah. literally a group of people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's, it, it's it definitely is, a little bit of a different model. Like they're yeah. trying to prevent from having other people working on it with them yet. As mm-hmm. far as like hole punch and hypercore and all that good stuff. Um, yeah. And I kind of think that is working against them. Um, yeah, I agree. And I, I think it's the wrong approach to start with because Nostra has a great example is just its huge head start right now. You yeah. Know, I tend to feel like if whole punch works, if using the BitTorrent model, the my most exciting thing about that model is that I've seen BitTorrent scale. Like BitTorrent yeah. was like 40% of the internet traffic you know like so (laughs) i know it i feel confident that using that model can get it to that size the the one potential drawback is that it might be limited in how or to what degree we use it because you know BitTorrent was just for files you know you know we didn't use BitTorrent for social media we didn't use BitTorrent for website servers because it just kind of had this barrier (laughs) to access and download an entry um but it worked perfectly for the thing that it fell into mm-hmm. um, and in that same way i feel like hole punch has that capability but nostra has a huge head start and where i feel like it doesn't quite have the complete picture like relays not connecting to each other and not being able to find somebody's public key through like this network of relays rather than having right. to both be connected to the same relay. Um, uh, I'm excited about hole punch because it doesn't have that limitation, but I'm not convinced that that limitation will prevent it from getting across some plateau from on yeah. the Noster side. Right. Right. Um, right now. It might even be like a kind of a quiet benefit that I hadn't considered in some way. So I don't know. Yeah. And and right now, like search on Noster is kind of centralized. There is the Noster mm-hmm. search. I don't know if you used it. Noster.band is actually a search engine. Oh, no. I've used it for stats. I never use it for a search engine. I use, uh, yeah, you, is it Noster.directory? Yeah. Directory or, uh, I think it's Noster. Is that, is that user, user one or is that? There's like know. two. There's, there's so like many links already. <laughs> God, it's like explosion this, like, and I have a whole bookmark yeah. page. Just, it's just exhausting. For shit. 
it's it exhausting is. to find things. Exhausting I think that's the one thing is, uh, you know, golly, if somebody wants to go curate stuff on Noster. I know Jerzyzy yeah. has to some degree, but every single week there's just another project that comes out and it's like exhausting trying to figure out what's what and to yeah. like pick out. Um, and but, everything yeah. has non-traditional URLs. So it's, it's all, <laughs> it's, it's chaos of like formatting and trying to remember. It's like trying to remember people's names written in a different language. Yeah. You know, you're like, I have no form. It's like, if somebody's like Tom, you can just remember it's like Tom because like it's English and it's like, it's your language. So you expect uh, it to be Tom. You're not, it's not going to accidentally be tall yum. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have no foundation for it, it's just like it could be anything. Is it dot wool? Is it dot band? Is it dot go to hell? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that and then losing your keys. Did you hear about Gandalf losing his keys oh, and then other people yes. using his key to I write? I poured one out. I poured one out. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's pause right here and have a moment of silence for Gandalf BTC. Sometimes they take them too young. And let's also talk about Swan Bitcoin, because if you're onboarding into the Bitcoin space, there's no other solution. This is the best solution. You don't even want to think about any other option. You just want to go exactly and straight directly to swanbitcoin.com slash guy. And Swan Bitcoin is going to have all of the resources you need, plus the easiest and quickest way to set up a long-term savings plan and start buying Bitcoin immediately. And you can do, the off, do that as just a one-off initial purchase. You can download the app and set up the long-term savings plan like I do and buy every week, every month, however you want to set up your interval for purchasing. And you can automatically withdraw to your cold storage, to your cold card, to your tap signer, whatever hardware wallet you choose. So it is behind your keys and they will pay the fee to withdraw and they will do it every single week, month, whatever you set. And if you need to know how to set up your hardware wallet, they are the perfect resource to walk you through the steps, to show you recommendations. And they even have a concierge service where they are there to answer your questions at any time. And they have Twitter spaces all the time. They're so accessible. You can just literally hit them up, ask them questions. Swan Bitcoin is an amazing resource and you should definitely check them out. And don't forget my link, swanbitcoin.com guy. It's the best link to the Swan Bitcoin website, hands down. I, I I verify. I verify. Now let's jump back in. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's another yeah. thing is that the whole key keeping thing is like, you know, what if what if you lose your keys, like then you lost your profile, then like you know. From <laughs> a user like Normie perspective, that is a big barrier. That is yeah. a big thing. And I think that's always been like a big thing with Bitcoin. Um is Keys are not familiar. They do not feel safe or common. Like, like people get intimidated as soon as you start talking about it, like the normie person. Yeah. Um, and I really think abstracting that away, like the best thing that I think happened to like me being able to like tell somebody else to do it is being able to put it in Albi or Albi, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. um, and not having to copy paste it into something. I mean, Gandalf being the perfect example of how <laughs> bad that can go wrong. And, you know, it kills your whole network uh, investment. Um, 
So if you could have, I, I think, and that's that's one of the things with, I even talked to John uh, Carvalho, um, I'm in the synonym slack or whatever. Um, they let me, they let me watch them argue about stuff and build things. <laughs> and I, I hit him up and I was like, is there a way that I could use my, like, how could you make compatibility? Like, can I use my slash tag to generate a Nostra key and then use it to log in? Because I feel like this thing needs like an extension or a basic like key tool to log in. And then everything needs to use that, you know, um, yeah. so that you're not, copying and pasting your private keys in places, you have a tool to log in with it and you can put it in that tool. Like, like you have a, like a password manager that's on your phone and you have a password manager that's in your browser is you just have that for Noster and then you don't actually have to directly log into anything. That would be a huge deal. But I mean, I know that's like kind of like a whole nother layer of, abstracting the keys away in a sense and now you have two pieces you know you have two completely mm -hmm. different applications um but i think that's a big deal i think that's at least enough of a concern for when we're talking about normies um that something big needs to change in how we treat private keys um because i, I think there is a plateau i think there's a limit in the way it's designed right now um or at least in the short to mid midterm Maybe maybe in 20 years we're in a world where private keys are normal and everybody knows how to deal with them and they're familiar. Uh, I, I'm not 100% convinced. I wonder if it'll be when we figure out how to abstract them away that we do get to that world. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so, I don't know. The, the private key thing is an issue, I feel like. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> yeah, especially when, you know, you could post a, paste a wrong one into the box and then that's the end of it. Yeah, and there's not that much of a barrier to doing that either. <laughs> in sec or in pub? I don't know. This one. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> and it just explodes in your face, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, wow. Well, there's let's... gay porn on my, uh, my account very, very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's switch gears a bit here. And, like, you know, since you were talking about Get Albi, uh, let's talk about Lightning. You know, Lightning integration... Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Your feels on lightning. I'm not Love it. Yeah. Um, I am. I am somebody who knows all of the ins and outs of lightning. Like I, I, I mean, one of the first things I did is I used every service that I could find that had L in URL and mm. put in a lightning address for it um, to see how they did. Like I, I did like a little write up on like, I've used like six of them or something so far. Um, and they all worked, which was really cool. Um, uh, even the BTC pay, which I was curious about because when I set up my, uh, my BTC pay URL, it was like a little funky and I was trying to change it to Bitcoin audible. It's still the crypto economy from like ages ago. Um, and so <laughs> I hate that. I, it's so funny. I used that for so long and there was always like this little back of my mind. that was like the crypto economy. It's like, this is not going to, this is not going to survive. Um, and, when did you switch? And it, like, itched at me. Uh, it wasn't even. It wasn't even that long ago. I still think the show is the crypto economy longer than it's been the Bitcoin Audible. Um, <laughs> and but I hate it now. I hate it. 
And I never was super in love with it, but like the show got popular while it was the crypto economy. So I was like super reluctant to change. I thought I was going to like do like a big hit and have to, you know, get everybody back, you know? Um, No, not the case at all. I delayed for like a year. And, and then when I switched over, it was like a 100% nothing burger. Like, like it was, it, it, in fact, it was, it did the opposite. It like, I got a big boost in the show because people was like, oh, this is a Bitcoin podcast. <laughs> Bitcoin maxi the whole time in a show called the crypto economy. But anyway, um, uh, I digress. Uh, lightning. I am super stoked about lightning. I think kind of the killer app is exactly something like exactly this that you can just send somebody a penny a couple of pennies um you know 200 sats or just like some post i mean mbk said it at one point in one of his notes he was like noster has the potential to monetize dissent Mm -hmm. and i think there's still a limitation factor in the lightning still super unfamiliar for people but I think if you have a successful social media that has lightning integrated and you see people getting zapped and you see people earning sats, like earning real money for posting memes or, you know, some media production or something that they're selling or, you know, doing like this little bets or whatever, mm-hmm. like what's that, what's the lottery account, you know? Um, when you see that, you like, have this, I have to participate. Like, what is, you know, you get FOMO. Like, how is everybody else doing this? What is this thing? And in encourages it's, it's exactly that pressure to participate or to find out. There's a lottery? There's a lottery yeah, account on Monster? No, I haven't. There's Tell us a, about it. It was super spammy. Like, I, I, I participated in, like, the first, like, two or three, but then, like, half my feed, it, like, they do it, like, every block or, like, once an hour or something <laughs> like that. Um... And it's just a straight up, you put in sats and however many sats you put in is like how many tickets you buy. And then they, you know, pick a random ticket or you pick a, pick a random sat. And if you, if you're 2000 out of 10,000, you have a fifth of a chance of winning the lottery. So, and it just expires after an hour, like a certain block comes in or something. I can't Uh, remember exactly. Yeah. This is Um, like coin flip. Like the Jeremy yeah, coin yeah, flip. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that coin flip like almost destroyed LNTX spot because people kept on like that <laughs> 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 is great. Oh Satoshi Dice back in the day. Oh yeah. Just filling blocks like crazy. <laughs> we had full blocks nothing... for like a year because of Satoshi Dice, a bunch of degenerates. <laughs> yeah, nothing better to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I played with you know, it for like two days, and then and then I blocked it. <laughs> I was like, it's too much shit in my feet. I can't handle this. It's too much of a distraction. Like yeah. three hours go by, you're still like playing the same game. <laughs> but that's a perfect demonstration of how powerful yeah. it is. Is a you didn't know about it. B there was there was no centralized party deciding whether or not payments could go through or somebody could participate. C, mm-hmm. there's no jurisdictions that decide whether or not you can participate. D, there's no, nobody has a fucking clue. You can build whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Like you can sell shit like eBay. And, and it's funny, when you start talking about networks, 
and social networks in particular, you realize why social networks have basically become the center of the internet and we've re-centralized around them. Is that like, why would you want a separate network? Like the, again, the purpose of a network is to be connected to people. So it's the same reason. It's the reason I don't do shit on Facebook or Instagram. Like I have accounts for those for Bitcoin Audible. Um, and for guys one, for me, you know, um, but I don't do anything over there because everybody I talk to is on Twitter. So when I go over to Instagram and I have like 500 followers or whatever, it's just like, why am I over here? I'm not, I'm not connected to anybody. Like I don't, I don't really see stuff. And it's like, I'm having to build the thing from scratch. And we've done the same thing with eBay, with Amazon, with Uber, like everything's a separate walled garden network. You have to reestablish your community, your followers, the your contacts list in every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So nothing carries over. You're restarting the network effect over and over and over again for for extremely explicit purposes. It's like for only buying and selling trinkets for only getting a car rental, for only talking, uh, for only sharing media, for only sharing 280 character text. Like, like everything's just like separate when it, when really you should just be looking at different media formats for your same network. Like it makes no sense for me to go to eBay where I've got like five people watching my account to sell something if I can accept payment over Noster. Right. Like, That's a huge breakthrough. Like I've, I've got like, you know, I don't know, it's like 3,000, 4,000 people or whatever. He said like immediately, immediately it's stupid to sell something anywhere else. Like I mm-hmm. have, like that's the place that I have the network in which I could literally post something in a note. says, guys, I'm selling my old computer or whatever. And or I'm selling this Bitcoin thing that I made. I, I would just sell it directly there. I wouldn't go to a website that sold bitcoin things maybe i would post it over there too (laughs) but i would focus on the place where i have the largest network um and now you can do any of it you can do a lottery you can play gambling you can set up a fantasy football you can sell trinkets you can sell porn and only family just like it's it the whole the whole field that you just have like kind of a you have a network and you can accept payment sovereignly like just completely by yourself. Go, go to town. Good luck. What what can you come up with? You know, um, and that's that. I think is the big deal because social media, because of the power of that, and that's exactly why it doesn't exist on all the social media mm. already, mm-hmm. is because of how insanely powerful that is. Like that fucks yeah. everything up. It's a regulatory nightmare for Twitter to try to make that happen. Like they have to get like licenses for every damn thing under the sun to even have that potential. And they're going to be before Congress in weeks if they did it. Like look look what happened when Facebook tried to put in tips. They were literally before Congress trying to justify why they wanted to create Libra token because (laughs) they they knew that it was never going to be possible with dollars. They had to invent their own currency just to get fucking tips on their face on the, on Facebook. And then it was such 
immediately anybody can see that it becomes the most powerful monetary network in the world when you have the billions of people on Facebook able to directly send each other small payments, like, like just unlimited payments. They had to shut it down. It was impossible. Mm. There's a gun to all of their heads. Nostra doesn't have that gun. Like this is what we should embrace and push toward us to make as easy and as integrated as possible because it's the, it's the differentiator. Mm -hmm. It's the 10 X improvement that nobody else can copy. As long as lightning service providers are not regulated, <laughs> you know, the flip side, that's why I hope not touche. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, yeah. it is a valid thought because like you we're seeing a lot of centralization on Nostr mm -hmm. in terms of how many people are using you know, just a few relays. Yeah. Just a few. And also just a few like custodian lightning wallets. wallets actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, even Jack, the other day, the day was saying, oh, you know, wallet Satoshi is good. I'm like, we be careful what you're saying, because not every single noob is going to use that. And then, mm -hmm. you know, now we have this massive centralization pot around wallet Satoshi, which, you know, it's good for them, but it's just like bad for the network. You know, and, you yeah. know, Blue Wallet Custodio is going away. So that pushes people out of there. And, you know, for people who are new, I think running a, your own Lightning node is not as easy, especially if you're not technical. It's just like, you know, mm -hmm. even I don't even want to do it sometimes because it is, a, it is, a, you know, a hike, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a hike. Um, and it's not, it's not that simple, you know? And so, yeah, there's, I, I think, I think that's something that, that has to get easier for one, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe you mentioned on your read 701 about breeze and green light. Maybe you mm -hmm. could give us some insight into that. What's coming out. So, this, I think, is a, is a model that could change everything in that regard, specifically because of the regulatory environment. Um, and like mm -hmm. you say, like LSPs could get regulated. Well, and just the need of running your own node. I kind of I think what we're looking, if we take a big picture step back, Noster and Lightning, I think, are perfect examples of the two step forward, one step back like that we're constantly pushing towards more centralization. I mean, excuse me, for more decentralization in everything that we do and all the new things that we build. But then the speed, like the aggressive adoption leads to centralization at a different layer, like at the mm -hmm. next step down the line. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we have to build another, another, like we just have to keep correcting the centralization like as long as that's our focus and that's the the build philosophy, I think we'll just constantly make these two step leaps. Um, and then talking about centralization again, it's like oh shit, lightning's getting centralized. Centralized. How do we how do we solve the underlying problem? Uh, like I think Noster and Keat, I think a huge low hanging fruit or something that could be massively valuable in re decentralizing is mining pools. I I really think there's something there in when you can uh, decentralize or peer-to-peer -peer the communication layer. And maybe there's some sort of fundamental delay issue or something. I don't know. But I think there's something definitely there worth um, investigating. Like there's, there's a massive potential. Um, but regardless, I've... A tangent a little bit there. Um, you mean 
is what do you mean by mining pools you mean bitcoin mining pools yes bitcoin mining pools just oh, talking yeah. about like yeah. the one step back on the bitcoin layer i kind of yeah skipped some thoughts there oh that's um, fine there's like stratum 2 v2 yes. like i think they're trying to do yeah. something like like that with the decentralization of the mining pools but yeah exactly like we i think one of the things about you know what i heard when you talked about the breeze sdk was that there was an option to run green light you know, mm-hmm. and green light is effectively you get to keep your keys, but they're helping you run a very light lightning node in the cloud in the VPS. Um, it's on but you the really fly hosting. It. Yeah, it's on the fly hosting, so you can literally just make, send a command to, I need a wallet, and give me a node, and then it's like, blip blip blip, and and when you see like the, the terminal whenever they're actually doing this, it's just like bloom. There's there's a node, boom, you're ready to go. You've got you know the neutrino, um, and they are hosting it in the cloud. So like every time you boot up your wallet, you don't have to, um, you don't have to resync, or you don't have to be quote unquote online. You don't have to have your phone open in order to like receive payment or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's just encrypted on the host, so it's directly like you still have your keys. They don't have your keys. So they're not a custodian, they're a host. Like they're just kind of like a, uh, and in the cloud, it's like, it's like Luna node, except that you didn't have to go buy a server, set up mm. a node. You don't have to do any of the things like Luna node doesn't have keys. Like, like, like Luna right. node, yeah. I have my BTC pay in there, but they can't like stop a payment or steal something from me. Like I have mm-hmm. uh, my SSH key. Like I, they, they don't have that. They, they can't see what I'm doing in that. Um, so that's essentially what it is, except it's a, it's a development kit that has LSPs and the host, the blockstream green, like the node spinning up built into it. So it's just a command. So liquidity is just dealt with. You don't have to think about it. You just, you just say, I need it. I need liquidity or receive payment. And the LSP opens up a channel and then same with, I need a node, I need a wallet. We'll just spin up a node on Greenlight, um, and I think it's like this kind of like perfect middle ground of like you actually give the user sovereignty, but you do it without any of the complexity, um, from the context of their keys. So um, is it so similar it to abstracts away the operation, the infrastructure of Lightning, and still gives the keys to the user? Okay, so is it similar to like um, Voltage? What Voltage is doing, except for it's a little bit more hands off. Okay. Essentially, essentially, it's 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 what Voltage is doing, except it's just written. It's just a set of commands that you can just plug into like a wallet. So you don't have to make like a Voltage account. You don't have to do anything like that. You just kind of punch in these commands in your app, whatever you're doing, uh, your e- extension, your mobile app, your whatever it is, and it will just call right right to them, spin up a node, receive a payment, and use that LSP or whatever. And I, I think they're going to have like options of LSPs. Obviously Breeze will be the one out the gate, um, but you'll be able to redirect it if you don't want to use like the same LSP or you want like options or you want the user to be able to choose that sort of thing. So is this like beta still or like only limited use right I'm now? I'm not sure where it is. I'm not sure where it is okay. right now. Um, it It's not released. It's, it's not like mm-hmm. available, available. Cause I think, um, Roy 
uh, Roy Scheinfeld over there, um, the founder, he, I think he said Sea Breeze, which is, they're basically rebuilding Breeze. Um, like, I love the Breeze wallet, but they've been on test flight the whole time. They've just been beta. Um, they're still test flight? Said, wow. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, like, I'm pretty sure I confirmed that because it surprised me yeah. too because I've been using it for so long. Um, but uh, uh, he's, he basically said to me that like a lot of what they did was just kind of proof of concept. Like mm. they weren't sure the way they were doing it was ever going to be the way it was done in the long term. They just kind of wanted to see what they could do. So they built in mm. the podcast player. They built in the pr- point of sale. It was like all these things are great, but it's, it's kind of confusing in one app. You know, like, and we mm-hmm. certainly reached the point of like, there's no reason to put more stuff in the breeze. Um, but I think they're narrowing down to separate. Like, when they, with the SDK, they no longer have to think about um, uh, trying to get everything into a Lightning wallet because now every app can just easily integrate Lightning. And more importantly, is you can take your same wallet to all of these different apps. So them using the command, it doesn't mean that you have a completely different wallet in every one. If you just take your key or your password or whatnot to your your instance on Greenlight um, and just punch it into another app, well, then that app, app has the same balance, has the same channels, like like everything. It's, it's the same Bitcoin presence everywhere you go. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, which is really cool, cool, but it's just the one vulnerable. You introduce a new zone of like oh well now you're transmitting keys between one thing and another again um yeah but it's not like that super unfamiliar it's like api keys or password i don't know um mm-hmm. again there's something there key key transmission is always always a thing um but the fact that that's all separated seabreeze is going to be their flagship actually released to this is as i understand i could be a little bit wrong but seabreeze is breeze official so to speak um and they've rewritten it and it's going to use the sdk so everything's in the background you don't have to sync um and it just spins up super fast uh so all the all the waiting 15 seconds or 30 seconds for breeze to sync with neutrino after you um you know don't have it open for a week will just go away um so that's exciting. That's, um, yeah. And I okay. think he's going to narrow it down to like just a lightning wallet. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. We need more of mm-hmm. that for sure. Cause like, it seems like it's either or at this point and everyone is new is just using custodia, which is not good for long term. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think this is a really interesting model that can get rid it. And they can basically jump over or go around all of the major barriers, the biggest barriers to holding your own, like to having your own lightning node and having a sovereign wallet. Um, and the one or two like kind of delay things in breeze that I would always have to caveat, you know, like I wanted to tell everybody to use breeze or Phoenix. Um, but Breeze is definitely the more sovereign, the more private, um, because you're not using them for routing either. You're, it's a, it's a quote unquote full light node on your phone. 
Um, so you're doing everything yourself. Um, but that's the beauty of Greenlight is you are still routing from your node. It's mm-hmm. just that you're using Blockstream's infrastructure. You're using Blockstream's computer to do it. So your phone doesn't have to like have all the RAM to hold all the potential channel paths and test all the paths. Like Blockstream is doing that. Um, yeah. Or the the Blockstream computer is doing that on your behalf. Um, right. So it, it's just yeah. it's exciting. I think it's I think it's a really important or a really good model um, for noobs to actually be quote unquote sovereign to have their own keys. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, the alternative is like you go sovereign, you can run your own Umbral node. Um, mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people tried doing that in 2021. There was like a huge push into Plebnet because I look at Plebnet mm-hmm. on Telegram. And there's like over 5,000 people in there. But, yeah, the, you know, is big. Yeah. it's a lot of people. But I think a lot of people also dropped out, you know, like to run a lightning node is it's, you know, people lost a lot of money. It's an ongoing yeah. project. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And those Raspberry Pis are not necessarily cut out for it. Like some people can yeah. do it, you know, but yeah. you, you still have to like manage it. And there's a lot of other small things that um, I think it pushed like there's a core group for sure. You know, undoubtedly, mm-hmm. but there, there's also a lot of people that enter during that time period who like got frustrated and left, you know, yeah. so we, like there's still ways to bring down that barrier to entry. Like I would love it if we, you know, it, it's an iterative process, you know, with every in- innovation mm-hmm. you, you know, you go through these stages where it's just exceedingly difficult, like extremely difficult to use. Like back in the day when there was a dial up, you know, modem to get on the internet, <laughs> it was not easy. Yeah. But now it's sort yeah. of like, oh, yeah, Wi-Fi anywhere, you know, one click. Yeah. Uh, eventually, hopefully, we'll get that self-sovereignty lightning node down to that one-click option. That mm-hmm. would be the goal, I think. And, you know, I think we will. It just might. It, we might go through some stages of, like, suck to get there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. In the same way that I think we were we could always have had decentralized social media, but I think 2020 had to happen for, for that to actually, for the pressure and the time and everything to be right. And the understanding to be right as to why decentralized social media is necessary. Like Mm -hmm. we needed to spend resources on this. Um, Mm -hmm. And it created that push. And I mean, the cypherpunk philosophy is bigger than it has ever been. It, is, mm-hmm. it has more exposure than it has ever had. And everybody who, I, I don't know, like people, I'm shocked that people are like, oh, lightning is dead, Bitcoin is dead, and all this stuff. And I'm just like, dude, like, look, just just go back a couple of years. Like, look at the actual trend. The sheer fact that you have to say it's dead is proof that it's not dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have to comment about it. It is in everyone's head. Like, Things like the philosophy of the cyberpunks was 100% unfucking known in 2003. Nobody knew what the hell was going on. Nobody knew that they had basically built the foundations of the internet. Like as a group of people, there was like SSH, BitTorrent, WikiLeaks, mm-hmm. like like everything was uh, like so many pieces of the internet were in that community. Um, but that yeah, privacy and philosophy are- and everything is has exploded. Right. Like it's better than right. it's ever been. 
Yeah. And things are, I feel like are very much at a tipping point again, you know, like right yeah. now, like yeah, with the, sure. you know, the, uh, you know, censorship and the way it is. And I think computing is really going to change. Like I have to bring this up more often because, uh, you know, uh, AI is really evolving at a lot faster rate than I thought it would be. Um, yeah. I, don't even, I mean, <laughs> I don't even fucking know that stuff, man. What are your I, thoughts on that? Oh, I want to I want to hear your take. Oh my god, me and AI positive? go back. Do you have a positive? Do you have a negative? Do you have just a like like crazy I have a I have a history with AI. <laughs> yeah. I do. Um yeah, I do have a big take on that actually. Like um I think that I did not have confidence back in the days when AI com- when compute power was much less. I think mm-hmm. like in 2017, I was sort of like, you guys are still doing the same thing from like 20 years ago. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um, so I, I was actually not really in the, even that impressed, like probably five years ago uh, when it was when I really started taking a look at it again. Mm-hmm. Um, AI to me is kind of it's not it's not sentient intelligence. It's stupid in some ways. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's yeah. really stupid. Like, um, but it, there I, are I like certain... to say it's it's copy pasta with flair like well, it, it can contextually art. give you a a version a correctly formatted like english language formatted version <laughs> of this hybrid blob of everything that is just out there on the internet like it doesn't know the answer to things it just can give you in the English language format some version of an answer that tons of other people have written down, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, Although that, that's like, about it. I mean, there are tools which are, I think that will make people like a lot more productive. Like one of the things I did recently 100%. was like, yeah. that's a huge thing. Like, uh, I'll mention two of them, one of which made me productive, and maybe there's one that will help you. I found someone mentioned to me this project the other day. But anyway, um, the first one was the, you know, we all know from 2022 about um, the Diffusion B, the DALI, right? Everyone mm-hmm. was going crazy about AI generated art. Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic if you're trying to do mock ups for like, uh, you know, a new website or graphic design or marketing research or things like that. And you just mm-hmm. need placeholder images and you, you don't want to go out there and just like go on, was it those image search, like, uh, to find images. You can just generate yeah. it from a prompt, you yeah, know, a bunch of like, stock you, image crap. Exactly. Yeah. Like stock photo. It takes time to find good stuff on stock photo too, because you got to go look at it and like, For this sure. is what I want. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, with prompt engineering, it's like, Oh, I can just throw this in here and uh I can get pretty close to what I need for a mock-up. I think that's good. You know, sometimes it's even good enough to just like push it out there. Like I, I'm I'm assuming that the Nostrich was probably created by one of those AIs. Uh, yeah, i I really feel like eighty percent of the images that I see come across on Nostra are all like AI stuff. They just look yeah. they look it. I play with mid journey. Yeah. I still have an account with actually I still have an account with that one too. Um, OpenAI and Dolly, and I have, mm-hmm. I think this Diffusion B. I have one of them on my computer. Um, I don't know. This, oh yeah, it's Diffusion B. Um, yeah, uh, so Diffusion B. Diffusion from time to time. Yeah. 
Eleven Labs. I don't know if you heard of this company. That's um, the one with the voice thing, right? Yeah. I get, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it could become a the guy Swan Audible. You can record your own voice, and then it'll template off of that to read an entire book. Oh, I've totally thought about it. I've totally thought about it. I was, <laughs> I, 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 was, I seriously considered just seeing if I could do a whole read with the AI and then publish it and then tell everybody later and see if anybody noticed. Um, but, uh, it's interesting. It's absolutely interesting. I think the one eleven one, um, which is funny, that's the name of my company. Um, but I think that one, I, I don't think I was able to make custom ones yet. I think it was one of those things that they were like demonstrating that they can do it. And then you had like a list of like 200 names or something, or you had to pay a bunch to do a custom name. I haven't tried I, it. A, a but you, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can clone your own voice. Um, yeah. At least from I think what maybe I saw it was it. just like it was paid or something. Yeah. Is that, is that, the, I want to say that's what it was. I ran into a roadblock somewhere and it might've mm. been that they wanted like $50. <laughs> um, but I did not conclude my my rabbit hole down that one for some reason. They they put up a wall uh, somewhere that I had not yet gone back to climb over. Yeah, yeah. I, either way, it's like coming. All this is coming, and, and like if you're tired or Edmonds. if you're yeah. sore and you don't feel like reading a hundred pages of Bitcoin, <laughs> have the AI read it. <laughs> Well, it might just obsolete me in the fact that like people could like download an extension that's just like my voice and just read the article like while they're you know browsing the internet. Yeah. I would I would do that. Like that that was part of my reasoning for starting the show is I I wish there was a way to just like have somebody else read these articles for me. Mm. Um, and so I did it. So I did it. Like on like as a podcast. Um, but I mean, I feel like, I mean, if it obsoletes me out of a show, that's great. I'll just, I kind of don't want to do the podcast forever. I don't want to just read Bitcoin on, on the show forever and I can branch out to other things. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I wonder how, <laughs> I wonder what the time span is on that. Like it really is moving so fast. It's so crazy. While we, Pause here to contemplate the obsolescence of Guy Swan and his replacement with a robot intelligence. Let's thank the fold card. Question, how many of you have stacked a fifth of a Bitcoin? And how long did it take and how much money did it take? How, many, how much fiat did you have to spend? Because I have stacked, just I am very, very close to a fifth of a single Bitcoin and all I did was switch my debit card from my boring old traditional bank card, and I switched it to the Fold card. It cost me $10 a month. I've had this card for like maybe going on two years now. I am at 0.19 Bitcoin saved in sats back on just normal purchases, on groceries, on bills, paying off credit cards. I do this little trick with the PayPal bill pay. And that's coming from somebody who hates PayPal, but really, really loves sats back. I find every possible way to use this card for everything. <laughs> and I am also a huge fan and major user of the sat, the far greater sats back that you get on using the merchant gift cards, especially when you travel. The airline tickets, the 
the Airbnbs, the Uber, like all of that stuff to get like base 3%, sometimes 4%, like higher, like the whole range of the sats back that you get for the various gift cards that you use when you're traveling, huge, huge savings. And particularly when traveling and going to these Bitcoin conferences is such an expense, it's really, really nice to be able to see that I got like 300,000, 500,000 sats stacked while I was there just from using the fold card. If you're in the U.S. and hopefully a lot of other areas coming very soon and you haven't looked into the fold card, it's time to seriously consider it. And luckily you can go with my link and get 20,000 sats for free right out the gate. Go to bitcoinaudible.com fold. You will find that link very conveniently right in the show notes. And now that you know what you need to know, let's jump back into the show. I, I think time to market is faster. Like this, a lot of this technology yeah. existed 10 years ago, but it was all like, you know, still like late stage R and D and a lot of it yeah. didn't work very well. Yeah. Um, but now it's getting too many to the errors point where maybe, yeah. yeah, a lot of errors, a lot of like, you know, neural nets have so many errors in training. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like even, even the Microsoft Bing integration, there's a lot of errors in chat GPT. Did you see what chat GPT said, what Nostra was? It was ridiculous. No. If that was some sort of, oh my God, I asked chat GPT, can you please summarize Nostra nip number one? And it came back with, this is some sort of binary options Ethereum shitcoin. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> So it's got a ways to go. Yeah, it's got a way. I was like, oh, (laughs) not there yet. No idea how to discern accuracy. Like that's yeah, you know, like that. It doesn't seem like that's even like part of the design. It's like purely a language model. You know, like all it can do is just just grab information. Yeah, it's just it's just data. Um, Yeah, yeah. And it just knows how to give it to you in a fun way. But the cool thing is, I mean, God, for as far as like being valuable, dude, the coding, like I am not a developer and I do little basic scripts, but it's, it's super tedious because I'm constantly, I mean, I know this is just like the process of development, but I'm just like Google, 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 like what's this stupid command for this? Like, what do I do? How do I do this? How do I search for things? Like a... Uh, like replace a letter, it's like slash S parenthesis, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I hate the tediousness of doing that. Chat GPT has 100% changed that. I had mm-hmm. maybe three scripts that I had written on my computer that I used regularly before this. Soon as I started using chat GPT, I've got like 20 on my desktop right now. Like I've been, I've been making them like crazy. I use <laughs> automator daily. Um, and I've been trying to figure out how to do like some formatting stuff with Zapier to, uh, to basically set like a block of, I don't know, JavaScript or whatever to pull from my RSS feed and automatically post to the website. I think I'm going to be able, I mean, I know it'll take an hour or so to put it together. Um, but I think I can pretty easily make a thing that like has like a strict format and I'll never have to post to the website again. I mean, there are automatic posts, but like, I can't like custom format it. Like I already mm-hmm. have it automatically pulled from the RSS feed, but it just looks exactly like it does in the RSS feed, which is not what I want. It's not great website format. Um, and, 
but I think I'll be able to do that um, just with chat GPT. The code examples, and it sometimes sucks, but it's something to work off of. Like, I can yeah. edit code way better, especially with a, a thing that can give me suggestions <laughs> way better than I can write code. Um, uh, and it has been a game changer, though. Um, yeah, I agree. Without a doubt, I think that's going to... And when people, like, literally build these things to be code-specific, like, that's what I think we're going to have, is we're going to have specific AI. Like, we're just going to have, like, a billion of these things. And... Mm -hmm. One of them's just going to be like really good at JavaScript. One of them's going to be really good at doing. It's just you've just GPU brute forced every possible path in DaVinci Resolve video editing software, and uh, then you read every single tutorial uh, with a language model. You went through every single Stack Exchange question about how to do a thing. Core or Cora, whatever it is, you just scan the internet for everything DaVinci Resolve, and then you build this tool and you stick it in the help right there in the app, and you can just ask it anything and it'll tell you how to do it in DaVinci Resolve. Like, so, I think we'll have that for every app, every, everything. There's just a billion of them. Yeah. For, for Nostr? Like, probably. This is the one thing, like, that's what I'm trying to think about, you know, like, what, mm -hmm. how could this affect Nostr? Like, because Nostr's yeah. weakest point can, right now is that search capability and, you know, integrating some sort of help there. I mean, what do you that think? That's an interesting point. I mean, what if you had, how would you, how would you do that? Yeah. I mean, someone There's, integrated chat GPT, like you can ask chat GPT questions on Nostr, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about deeper. No. Yeah. You know? A, a learning model that could scan the entirety of the Nostra things, <laughs> like oh. like all the relays, like how to use it and stuff. Yeah, that recommendations. Really like recommendations. Yeah, like yeah. recommendations of follows. So I didn't have to remember bookmarks. I could just ask, like, what's the thing that has the Nostra stats that I couldn't remember? Nostra.band slash stats. That's the one you yeah. used, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a hard thing. Like, I, I had a hard time with, like, capturing, I think, Nostr, like, notes for quite a while. I actually had to screenshot everything because things would disappear so quickly. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, I think the discovery aspect of Nostr is, it's for me personally, it's really taxing to find things on Nostr still. Yeah. And yeah, it is. Um, uh, I have to put it I down. That's you one know, of my big green points. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that's the thing about ChatGPT and all these other AIs is like a lot of them, the data that they've been trained on and how they've been trained is like a very particular political viewpoint. So yeah. like you know, it's very woke in some ways. Um, Dude, and I, uh, I asked, I'm just like I have a. Oh, sorry, sorry, I interrupt. I'll, go, go ahead, go I'll ahead, go ahead. Okay, so I asked it. Um, uh, I, I have I have one of the things that's just like I use Chat GPT as like a kind of a thesaurus sort of thing because you can you can create contextual thesaurus where you're like, what's another word or phrase that means this, but it has like kind of a negative connotation rather than a positive connotation, and like give me twenty examples. And it will give me 20 examples. And like 12 of them suck. But the 
like it kind of gets the point across and it usually sparks what I was looking for or what was on the tip of my tongue, you know, um, uh, and it's really great for that. But there was one that I was asking for something that basically sounded like an insult, um, like like something was stupid, but it wasn't it wasn't like I was like insulting somebody on the I was like trying to figure out how to get the best Twitter mic drop to make this dude look <laughs> like a fool. And it like kept caveating every single time. He's like, you shouldn't use offensive language and everybody is equal. <laughs> I was just like, fucking, I'm just looking for a word. Like, I don't want my thesaurus to lecture me about looking up something that's mean, you know? And I was, and I literally type, I know I'm talking to a bullshit machine. And I literally type, can you please stop fucking patronizing me? <laughs> and it was like, I'm sorry. And I won't, I won't do this anymore. It just, it was hilarious. Um, but I definitely personified the hell out of it. I just wanted to see what it would do. <laughs> yeah yeah like someone's gotta make a right-leaning ai they're all too left-leaning somebody did have you not seen it i'm not yeah that was, there was an article yesterday it was like right-wing gpt it was like really blatant <laughs> um and uh, uh but they literally made it with like christian cultural values and like blah like something like that and, and this is why i'm actually less worried I mean, there's still an element that's, like, super worried about AI. Like, I'm just like, God, the problems. If this yeah. got out of hand and was used in the wrong places and the ability to quietly control people without them even knowing because it just knows directions. It knows. Yeah. It, it can just see all of the potential response. Like, the giant surveillance apparatus of big tech, quote-unquote, of, of the government and tech marriage is such a treasure trove of this is how we can control everybody in every potential situation and environment. Um, that An AI that can see that, that can be trained on that, is an insanely dangerous weapon. But at the exact same time, I think open-source AI is going to run like gangbusters it is going to happen very like stable diffusion has a crazy i mean it's like nostra over there you know it's just like everybody's making like their own little version and there's like a bunch of different models you can download and because it's a feedback loop a really strong feedback loop the bigger evolution space that you have which open source is inevitably going to have i think the the harder it becomes to make a centralized controlling version the mm. dominant one um so i really hope because the the value add of having your own little having your own little version of ai on your computer that can read and do and see what you're seeing and like give you suggestions and link you back to things and uh know what you're trying to do that you're running mm -hmm. yourself the amount of productivity and value you would get out of that. It's literally like having a couple people walk around with you all day to just constantly reference and ask advice for, and they just know everything that's happening. But if you have like a centralized mm -hmm. institution that's doing this, it's a nightmare. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. But if you can have absolutely. one specific to all sorts of different purposes, I don't know. 
It's I mean, localized AI one way or the other. Yeah, I think localized yeah, AI is going to be a, a big thing. I, my, I hope, I hope is going to be a big thing because otherwise it's like a giant centralized panopticon dystopia bullshit, and I don't want that <laughs> one. So let's go for localized AI. Yeah, localized AI on Noster. Somebody, somebody out there, please. Straight up, that's a good idea. Yeah. Just you know, make a Noster model. I don't even know exactly how that would. How that would work. Uh, yeah, they like would that. just. There's, there's a way. There's Someone a way knows. for sure. I'm sure. <clears throat> We're just putting out a call for that, really. <laughs> like somebody figured that out. Come on, who's listening <laughs> to this? Come on, bitches. Somebody knows. Go do it. Hey, you. <laughs> you do it. I'm gonna go back on Nostra. I'm gonna I'm gonna zap some <laughs> memes while you figure this big problem out for me. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, like that, it solves a couple of problems, you know, like you know, discovery mm-hmm. and search, and um, you know, especially for new user, new users, because I think there's a lot of new users on Noster who come in and then they're like, I don't know, like there's all this junk on the global feeds, and maybe they're not connected to any community, and then they just leave, you know? Yeah. So yeah, the global feed might look like a mess, like it, from oh god, a lot of different. Yeah. Like if somebody's new and they don't have that, these are the first five steps you need to take to find real Noster. <laughs> um, yeah, you just go to the global feed. You're just like, what the fuck is this? There's so much like spam. It's just straight spam and spam and porn and stuff. Um, I don't even go to the global feed. On like like I said, one of them I have just paid relays, and the other one I still have the global feed just the the full chaos but i just don't go mm. to it yeah like there's a lot of uh chinese like there's a lot of traffic from china lots of chinese yeah. lots of mm-hmm. lots of hieroglyphs all over whatever <laughs> chinese characters are called <laughs> just like just blasting like a, a whole full frame like a whole like a whole full window i'm just like nope no, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. I, I just don't, you know, the part of me wonders, is that like people who are actually just spamming because they're trying to do their spam promotion or some, I don't know what it is. Like, there's a lot of it. What's the point? I have no you know? idea. China has a really interesting, they have made straight up embraced and made an industry out of the concept of influencers and it's oh like yeah their, their way to it's like it's like how do we how do we soak money out of the west how do we take what the west is doing and just like kind of completely dominate um and it's such a crazy thing and it's so weird that like all the spam it seems like all the spam is chinese like, I don't know if it's yeah. just a product of like there's just have two billion people over there and there's nothing better to do. I mean, oh God, just, yeah, yeah. Like, I, don't, I have no idea what it is, but it's crazy. It's it's yeah, it's a very odd thing that it's specific to that. I yeah. At first, I saw early early days dosters like Chinese people who were interested in Bitcoin and and like want to get around censorship, so they like were mm-hmm. into the ethos. But like ever yeah, since Thomas, the early days of Noster already. 
I, yeah, I know. Is it crazy? It's just like, uh, it's still early days. <laughs> okay, like the scrappy yeah. days of Noster. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Noster back then. It was like, there was like no name. It's just NPUB and hello, anyone out there? <laughs> and there's just like nothing. <laughs> but, there you was know, one, anyway. I think the first time I saw Noster, it was a. Uh... It was like a IRC, like just naked chat window on like a website, and it was just like <laughs> scrolling. You know, it was just like a terminal feed of people just saying things. It's just you couldn't. I have no idea what I was looking at. I was just like, oh, I'm over here too, and I zapped some people or I paid some invoices. Um, oh God, zaps! Yeah, you know that whole zap thing. I have mixed feelings about it. I'm like, how do you feel about it? I mean, it must be great to see it on your end. Oh, it's cool. I mean, just the integration of Lightning is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't know if, like, Domus is... I think it's Amethyst that has it on mobile, and I guess Domus just doesn't have it show up, or my stuff is out of date. I don't know. Um, but uh, um, I think it's, like, another just, like, from a social filter or social metric, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, it is a cool addition, but it also can be, like, easily civiled. You know, it's like, it's not really any different than the other ones. Like, you can have fake accounts like you. You can have yeah, fake yeah. followers. Hey, you can have fake zaps. You can zap yourself from a different account. I mean, sure. And phone. also, that's the thing is I felt like I was a little rushed. You know, like, everyone was crazy about it because you're like, oh, this is so much fun. I can zap everybody, and there's a lot of hype around it. And, you know, it's working. But um, that Bolt 11, it's not, like, an actual receipt, you know? Like, I don't think a lot of people realize that. It's it's not, like, an actual proof that there was payment. You could actually, It just shows that there's, like, an invoice that was requested. You, you know, because, like, proof of payment. I don't know. Like, what do you... Yeah, yeah the actual Bolt... The Bolt 11 invoice doesn't, mm -hmm. the way it's set up right now and the way zaps are done, it's just like, okay, so you, you, you requested an invoice and you paid it, right? So there is mm -hmm. some sort of, it's not a definitive, like the best way I can describe this is, uh, you know, in short terms, it's like, it's not definitive proof that that invoice was paid. You know what I mean? Gotcha, gotcha. So um, the, the uh, and zap so, signal, you could do it without even actually making a payment and still make it look like a zap happened. You can yeah, trick I think the, so. the zap function. Okay. Uh, I was, I was a little yeah, confused what you meant there. I thought yeah, you were saying there's like a it way... wasn't like a real lightning invoice. No, no, it's a real as... lightning invoice. Yeah, it is okay. a real lightning invoice. Okay. There, are, there are potentially, yeah, there are well, you you know, there are potentially ways to like get around that, you know, and and mm -hmm. it's like the the better way to do it is probably with Bolt Twelve. So Bolt Twelve yeah. actually has. Dude, I want Bolt Twelve so bad. I'm like, what is the deal with Bolt Twelve taking so long? I don't know. <laughs> I've heard our argument from, I think it was like Laulu who said that shouldn't be in the protocol level. Like that should be like application level. And I'm like, man, no, I think it's like the last thing you have to do feature wise at the protocol level is set up. Uh, I mean, and maybe you want like multiple versions of Bolt 12 because there's like, I think like the first standard or whatever doesn't have subscriptions or something. I can't remember exactly how it was. I was reading a long thing from Rusty mm. talking about it. Um, but like but, uh, um, recurring payments, that's what Bolt yeah. Hall is going to let you do. That's like kind of yeah. a big deal, isn't yeah. it? Like recurring payments? It's a huge like, deal. I wonder... It's a huge yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, and the 
attempting to do it at the application level, it's like another one of those things where you immediately you have you've limited your network again. You know, you've, yeah. you're back to walled gardens where everybody has to use the same app in order to do subscriptions, to do recurring payments. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, like the, the payment protocol should have that, especially when we're talking about layer two. Yeah. Like, you know, like layer one is the settlement layer. It's the, it's the hard concrete layer. It's the tank version, but Lightning, 100%, 100%. The only thing it needs are payment features and yeah. a payment language, so to speak. But one of those things is one absolutely subscriptions mm-hmm. is recurring mm-hmm. payments. I yeah. just, I'm a Bolt 12 maxi across the board. Like we need, I think it's crazy to think that we shouldn't have it, honestly. Well, I mean, it's Bolt 12 is available, I think, in some level i don't know if it's like still test yeah. level on cln i think core it's core lightning or, i was about to say core lightning. yeah 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 They're yeah on that on that supported if i'm um and it looks like lnd is in the process of implementing it so probably by next okay, year sweet so sweet. that's like th- this is one of those things where i feel like once that comes out and everyone's like on board with it it's like mm-hmm. this is where lightning can really accelerate you know yeah yeah. And also has Merkle tree invoice payment proofs. So that's the whole thing is the approvable payment. Like you actually did without yeah. revealing all of the it's details of the invoice. Yeah. Yeah. It's an, it's yeah. a, it's the real zap, not the this, true you know, <laughs> temporary zaps. Yeah. I don't that's know. That's not I a real zap, bitch. It's <laughs> 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 Where you're just like probably going to annoy people who actually implemented apps <laughs> on this podcast. Is that I a bull 12 zap? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing is, it's cool. Like right now, I can see it happening, right? Mm-hmm. Like the zaps, it's really cool for tipping and stuff like that, but it's like, Wait a minute. What if I have a huge zap and I had some transaction that I don't want you to know about? I don't want it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was actually the cool thing is the somebody, I guess it's technically didn't zap me um, because it wasn't, it didn't come with a comment. It, it didn't come with the, uh, uh, the, this was a zap from Domus or whatever it was that is in the Telegram bot, a lightning tip bot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a blanket, a million sats came in. But somebody, somebody sent me a million sats. I think they just did it straight to my Ellen Tips URL. Like, so the, yeah. just the yeah. address. Right. Um, so it didn't, it wouldn't show up on Nostra or anything. So they could still just pay me directly and it not show up, like basically privately, right? It's not on Nostra. Um, there are somebody, a million three sats. ways. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a shit ton. And, and you know, that, I'm still on my that, eye about that. <laughs> you go. The guy's <laughs> You go, guy. <laughs> Get it. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the whole thing. You can actually push a million sats through the damn network now. It's like two yes. years ago, I was just like, ah, a couple hundred crazy. thousand sats yeah. getting stuck and then bounced back. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I lost my sats. <laughs> I think that happened several times. I was like, my sats got stuck. It couldn't find a path, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> now we, we don't have that as much. I think maybe, like, if you're a new node, maybe you're, like, 
you know, way out on the fringes of the network. But, you know, th- this is a, this is a huge deal because we've gone from like a thousand or fewer than a thousand Bitcoin capacity in Lightning to now over 5,000 um, Bitcoin yeah. capacity. And like liquidity has been a game changer in the last couple of years. Yeah. I think it's, it's yeah. exploded and has been so much more reliable. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I, it's to the point where it's far more reliable than when it, like it works so often that I forget about the fact that it doesn't work until it doesn't work. You know, it's like, I'm mm-hmm. so expecting, my expectation is such that obviously this is going to go through that if I ever have a problem as someone with 23 wallets and three nodes, um, <laughs> when something does go wrong, I'm like, oh shit, that's right. Stuff goes wrong sometimes. Now I got to figure out, you know, what the hell happened and did a channel close and blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's been amazing. It, it works. It works reliably yeah. and that's been amazing. Yeah, and there's like what now three different well, really technically two different ways of paying you through mm-hmm. Nostr. Like you could use the LN URL, you could use the Lightning address, which is really on top of LN URL. Um, mm-hmm. You could send somebody an invoice if you really want to post the invoice, and then you get that extra little tack on from Nip Fifty Seven, which is this app. Yeah, which yeah. like I think a lot of people still haven't implemented yet, like. You know, mm-hmm. only a couple of the clients have it. And you also have to have the Lightning Node implemented or whatever Lightning service you're using. Wallet. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I was have reading that used... the other day. So go ahead. Have you ever used or seen Lightning.video? Lightning.video. Uh, 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 capitalist Dog. I mean, no, it's a what's little, that? It's a little sad because it seems like the the uptake on using it has been like a severe network effect problem. Um, But uh, it's a very interesting idea. And it's, it's basically micropayment for hosting and micropayment for watching video. Um, Obviously immediately there's porn on it. Um, But but to integrate something like that into Noster, like I think he was trying to build his own social network and I think it makes more sense to leverage something else is to just kind of mm. make the the interface the in-between for a simple way to lock up a video or lock up some sort of content. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I still don't think that will be like the dominant way to have media on social media because the, the reason you have social media is not to like make content hard to access. It's, it's the exact opposite. Um, yeah. But nonetheless share trailer you share things about how you are working on something and blah 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 and then you have it so that people can watch the movie if they click on this link and pay uh 200 sats or something like that um Mm -hmm. you know you want to sell a product at the same time that you want to have a a feed that's entertaining and has free versions (laughs) so to speak (laughs) um but yeah i would love to see like a a simple tool to do that lightning.video Lightning Just so you, you can see, it's got like a little locks on it with like a sat number and you can, like I went through the other day and I clicked and watched like 10 different things just to see how it worked because I hadn't been up there in a while. Um, and it's cool. It works. It works really well. But uh, I think it's got like kind of an integration problem and a network problem. You know, if you're not a user on Lightning, not video, you're not, nobody's going to watch anything. 
Um, and maybe, maybe it'd be cool to like be able to embed those videos into like Noster and, oh, hey, yeah. and have a way to, like, I mean, real simple, like cool looking interface. Um, I don't know. There's something, there's something there. Like, I mean, I think that could be a really big avenue for a social media because you don't have to rebuild the network. Yeah. Again, going back to kind of the original ideas that like your social feed and your followers and everything, it becomes your network. And then you mm -hmm. use that for all of the other, pur the singular purposes and the, oh, specifically I'm doing the eBay thing, or uh, this is my website, or this is my movie that I'm selling you. Um, <clears throat> have you, um, have you ever used LMBits or run LMBits? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. there's like a Diagon Alley, like that little shopping center. Um, Diagon Alley? I think Diagon Alley. Alley? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like after Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, Diagon, how do you spell, how do you spell that shit? Um, so Ellen Bits actually has like its own little So this e is in Ellen Bits? Yeah. Yeah, if you go to no the kidding. Ellen Bits... Yeah, yeah, they've gone like okay, Ellen Bits has Ellen Bits has gone through a lot of remodeling lately. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you go to shop.ellenbits.com, you can buy all sorts of things on it. So it's like what? it's like a yeah, it's like a um uh oh, Shopify. Oh, yeah, the Ellen Bits hardware wallet. Yeah. Buy everything with Lightning now. Interesting. So this is just being hosted. Workshop. On top of your lightning node. So this <laughs> is just Ellen bits. Like, so it's basically a super cut down version of BTC pay. Like you're just, you can just run a shop. Yeah, you can. Yep. That's pretty great. I mean, as much as yep. I love BTC pay is it's a, it's a big kind of confusing thing like, like i don't it i don't is. like going through and like looking at all the invoices and stuff like it, it it's a little bit complicated to like do some basic maintenance like i want something that's just like dirt simple it's like these yeah, are this payments is... this is this is how you make a product i think i have like a couple of different apps mm -hmm. and like stores for like multiple different things on my website because i don't know the best way to do it in btc pay this is great this is cool yeah, Olympus is pretty light comparatively to BTC. Yeah. Like the back end is really like a uh, Python fast API. And then mm -hmm. uh, they they remodeled this. this. I love it. I, I really like Olympus. Um I've been a contributor to Olympus for a little bit. And uh, recently, sure. yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, all sorts of fun. And uh they redid their entire entire inter internal structure this month, so things were a little bit chaotic. But oh, it's wow. good because okay, uh, what they they have all these extensions. So like, I think the shop might be one of the extensions. You can have like an invoice extension. You can have an L and URL pay extension. Uh, you can have Ooh. like a a lightning address extension. Video tips, web hosts. There you go. That's cool. We're just doing I have not properly just I see stuff about Ellen bits all the time, but I mm. have not properly taken advantage of it. 
I did it for a couple of just like on the fly wallets that I connected to, uh, I think it was like blue wallet It just Zeus or something like that. I can't remember, but, Mm -hmm. um, but then I thought it was weird because it wasn't persistent. Like I couldn't, I was expecting a wallet manager. Like I could see the wallets that I made and then select on them. But it was like I had to save the bookmark. It wasn't persistent at the time. I know that has changed. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used that for like a couple like one-off wallets and then just kind of like stopped using it. And I've tinkered with a couple other things. And then Fiat, uh, Fiat Jeff. Oh, wait, no, that was the one that we didn't actually finish. Uh, It was um, Super Testnet is using Ellen Bits for the vote thing on Bitcoin Audible. So like where you go okay. and you vote um for like a website, I mean a excuse me for a read on the podcast. Um that is if I'm not mistaken, I did that right. I don't know. We we tinkered with a bunch of different little things and Ellen Bits keeps coming up. Um but I have not properly reinvestigated. I, I need to jump back into it. Time. Yeah, um, Elements is really um, quite, it's become quite a powerful suite of tools because now all these extensions are not part of the core. They pull them out um, and it's become more of like a WordPress model, you know, like how oh, WordPress nice. has all these yeah, yeah, plugins, yeah. right? So I think it, it's it's quite a bit less stress on the core maintainers because they don't have mm-hmm. to pay attention to managing the core and also all the extensions. Yeah. Um, and That's it's awesome. so light, you know, like how BTC pay has, I don't know, like 10 Docker containers. Like yeah. here, you BTC don't have pay to is heavy. You can tell when it's you're using heavy. it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're running a small instance of Ellen bits, like you can just do it with mm-hmm. a SQLite database. Like you don't need a heavy database. You can have a small one if you're just using it for like your personal use. Uh-huh. Um, so it's very light and very easy to get running. It is, at least for me, I feel like it's a lot less work. I probably need to take advantage of this. I probably need to go back to that. <laughs> In fact, I could use this as my main back end. I'm kind of more of a make a simple plug-in to do one job. And Ellen Bits is definitely that style. I mean, that's what, you know, mm-hmm. what I do. I was talking about my scripts or whatever, is that I have like just like a, a hundred single purpose scripts that just kind of do one thing. But it's great because I can, I can make scripts to use those so that I'm like running a process on my computer at the end of every day to back up and then do this and then resave these um, sort of thing. Um, but it's like I go through and like the operations on my computer are just stuff that I click on rather than yeah. have like a workflow where I go open a bunch of things and do this and then this is my process. I build that all into like essentially a macro and they're like, oh, I want to do this. And I just go click on the thing that says, do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and that's kind of the LN Bits thing, right? Is it like it's single purpose plugins, really yeah. lightweight. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I should be taking advantage of this way more. Yeah. And, you know, you can have, um, you can, you can manage multiple wallets like let's say you have a family or a community a small community where you want to give mm-hmm. other people lightning wallets on top of your node mm-hmm. so you can yeah. do that here because there's that user manager extension that allows you to do that 
And the beauty of that is that there's also um, LMD hubs. So if you're running LMD, you can use that to connect to get Albi or Zeus Wallet or, you know, yeah, Blue Wallet yeah. or any other mobile. I love that setup because, you know, you have that node sitting at home with LMBits running on it. But then with all mm-hmm. these, you know, connections, you can use like these, um, you can not just LMD hub, you can also connect directly to get Albi using the LMBits admin keys. So you don't have to be running LMD, you can run CLN if you want. And that's, that's, yeah, that's huge flexibility because you're not dependent on like one method. If you look inside the get Albi wallet, there are, yeah. And you say, you know, I want to set up an account inside and, you know, it says other wallets. There's LM bits, which is one option. Yeah. So you can connect LM bits to your get Albi just like that. And actually, you could connect Elmbits to Blue Wallet. You can also connect it to admin you know, key and URL. Yeah. 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 Dude. Right there. So really I find to, it. I love Albi. Albi is oh, Albi's awesome. Yeah. Everybody needs to use fucking Albi. <laughs> Everybody listening to this who's not using Albi, suck it. Albi's great. Get Albi. <laughs> Get Albi. Oh my God, that's the web URL. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to explore this more. Yeah, this Ellen is Bits great. is a huge untapped thing for me. Oh, I, I love it. I mean, I love it. on Embassy and Umbral, and I don't take advantage of it. It's stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> Just, Just be sure to upgrade to the get uh, get the latest version from from yep. Elmbits, you know, seriously, because there are older versions and the new version is a completely rework. So, um be careful How fresh what you is pull it? down. Oh, last week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll <laughs> look I'll look at what is on yeah. Umbral and uh Embassy. Yeah. I'm not sure if that repository or whatever is updated, but um they're yeah, not always definitely. They're not always updated. Yeah. So like get the latest commit, I'd say. Um, I love it. It's in, it's in Python. So like, if you're just like into scripting and you can also Mm -hmm. do your own thing, you know, if you want to build your own extension guy, there you go. You can chat GPT it. it. (laughs) 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 My plugin is going to be riddled with security holes. Cause it's just like (laughs) whatever chat GPT gives me. (laughs) I'll be able to change the directory it's pointing at. That's it. <laughs> well, I think now it's even everybody easier to make it. Guys, great Ellenbits plugin, <laughs> and everybody lost their lightning, their Bitcoin. Guy <laughs> is the shittiest person in Bitcoin, and it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> All right, we're going to install, guys. Plug in right now in the LN bits to get this great functionality, and it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Wow, we're we're, we're like at an hour and 45, I guess. Are we really? (laughs) I don't know what you have on your side. We totally are. I got an hour and 43 minutes. We've done. Oh, my God. And, and, and I gotta go eat lunch because it's like 2 p.m. I haven't eaten lunch yet. 
Um, well, you should definitely eat. In fact, I need to eat really bad. It's five okay. here. All right, um, all right, all right. I need to get some stuff done. Okay, good. All right. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> thanks for having you know, like the time to talk to us about um, Nostra and everything else that Absolutely. came along with it. Absolutely. Good times. <laughs> good times. Actually, can I post this on my feed? This will be a good phone yeah. for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah shoot yeah. me over, uh, just like in Telegram or something, shoot me the... Or I'll, I'll drop it to you. I'm stupid. I'm All right. That closes it out. We didn't really have a good hard stop. We just kind of kept rambling a little bit. Um, so uh, so we're going to fade it out right there. We're going we're gonna to fade the transition into the outro. And I just want to say, you should definitely t- uh, check out Nostrovia Podcast. Um, and uh, a thank you to BitCarrot. Um, I literally had an absolute blast. I will check you on Keat and Noster. And for everyone else who has not checked it out, I will have the link in the show notes so you can and of course i will have my pub key um so that you can follow me on nostra as well as BitCarrots. and even though i have been slow to respond to some people um uh, i will still throw the guys hangout keat room uh your way if you're looking for the invitation you haven't checked out keat yet um and if you haven't tra- checked out Noster, you're you're overdue it's time you got to check out Noster. with that Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to our amazing sponsors, SwanBitcoin.com, Cold Card and the Co- uh, Coin Kite and the Cold Card Hardware Wallet, and Fold the debit card that pays me sats for the pain of using fiat trash. I will catch you on the next episode. Hey, buddy. Oh, Red's upset. All the show's over. I will catch you on the next episode of Bitcoin Audible. And until then, guys, take it easy. Let us tenderly and kindly cherish, therefore, the means of knowledge. Let us dare to read, think, speak, and write. John Adams. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>